sense that I really feel is I want my kids to grow up feeling that they can be themselves without, without being judged for it. I don't want my kids to feel like they have to be somebody they're not in order to be accepted. We are Mr. Casinas and Mr. Darling, and you're listening to A Day in the Life. The choice to seek positivity is ours to make. There are things we can all do to promote positivity in our own lives and inspire it in the lives of others. By pursuing positivity, we know that we are more likely to feel better and do better in our relationships, our work, and our contributions to society. Welcome back, HTS. We just heard from Mr. Darling, who read our guiding statement for our third Student Life Day on the theme of the power of positivity. Student Life Days here at HTS are a unique opportunity to have our entire school community from JK to grade 12, participating in a variety of student life programming that enhances the competencies that students develop in their classes and provides a vehicle for us to focus on our school values that are part of the HTS experience. For this week's podcast, we will use the guiding statement for student life day number three to explore the positive activities that our HTS students were engaged in. The choice to seek positivity is ours to make. Let's have a listen to Mr. Darling interview our keynote speaker, Joel Hilchi. It's more impressive when you get the third one in there. Watch this. Thank you. So I'm sitting here with Joel Hilchi. He's our guest speaker uh, for this year's Student Life Day. And I'm wondering, Joel, if you can kind of just tell our audience a little bit about uh, the themes or some of the messages you were trying to give to our students on a day that's all about positivity. Yeah, so maybe there's two things that I really want to kind of try to impress upon people. The first is that little actions really make a big difference in people's lives. You know, often we can't change the big stuff that happens in life. The uh, sometimes you've know, got a new building, you know, but for most of us, uh, our lives are kind of made up of these little moments, day-to-day yeah. things. And I, I think that making choices to be a little more positive, a little more kind, um, are often the things that stick with us and sort of shape our experience at the end of the day. So choosing to be that positive voice uh, and choosing to, to uh, do the little things that, that would be memorable or make a difference for people, that's really, I, I think, uh, what... The first thing is all about, at least, is making the effort to make those little things that that, uh, that make a difference. There are things we all can do to promote positivity in our own lives. Let's have a listen to a grade 11 reflect on Joel's message and return to Mr. Darling's interview with our keynote speaker, Joel Hilchey. So, where are you off to right now? I'm off to sound meditation. Okay. Nice. And what have you learned today? Uh, I learned how to be positive. I learned things that will help 
me in school, in life, how to like make a conversation with people, like how the guest speaker said to the senior school, middle school, things like that. How to just like be positive towards your peers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this will help me because mm -hmm. I can get very negative. Yeah. Power positivity, right? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, man. One of the things we've tried to start talking with the kids about is, is we talk a lot about leadership, but then we're trying to sort of reframe that a little bit, maybe everyday leadership. So it's not that everybody has to run the club, but what do you do in your own personal life that is, a, like you say, a smaller moment that is something leaders do, but it's not leading the club. Is that kind of the same idea you're doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I think if we're going to lead others, it starts with a, an ability to lead ourselves and right. to, to be willing to, you know, uh, live by our own values and, and have a vision that for making things better yeah. uh, in this world. And, and great leaders do that, not just in one area of their life, but in all areas of their life. So I think it's totally uh, aligned with that. Um, the second thing, and I think this aligns really well with leadership too, yep. is about courage and, mm. and being willing to take chances and maybe um, feel a little bit uncomfortable uh, for a greater good. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, I know I always felt as as a kid I didn't want to stand out. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want other people to think I, I was dumb. But I didn't want other others to think I was trying too hard either. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's, well, that's, it's a fine line, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, and so the, I think the the little risks that we take. Uh, you know, maybe it's saying something nice to somebody. That well, what are they going to think? Are they going to think I like them too much? <laughs> are they going to? You know, am I safe to do that? What's the culture here? Um, making the effort sometimes feels like a risk. And I think that's why people don't do it. It feels a little bit uncomfortable. Gosh, nobody else in this room is complimented. Everybody's just teasing each other. Yeah. What if I'm the guy who says, hey, I think that actually was pretty cool. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, or, or saying hi to the new person at the school or sitting with somebody that I don't usually sit with at lunch. And inspire it in the lives of others. In the lower school, Students from grades 3 to 6 were involved in an empathy activity where they examined seven organizations that HTS helps from the Philippines clothing drive to the Inn from the Cold. Each grade started with a book reading by a prefect that connected the school value of empathy with the theme of the organization they were examining as a class. Each session was then followed by a presentation on the organization and then a writing activity that directly supported the organization they were exploring. Let's hear from one of those lower school students who reflected on this empathy activity. Um, today we had, um, for our activity, we did a Christmas card thing for um, people who like, who didn't, like homeless people. And we had to make um, cards for them, Christmas cards, so they feel better because they're like, they, they, most of them are youth and stuff because like it's mostly in the city of Toronto and stuff. And yeah, and it was like, I felt like every, um, everyone there was doing a really nice thing for everybody because mm -hmm. they got to feel better because they, um, right, like at that time they were like, um, not in the best mood because they don't have a home, mm -hmm. like, yeah, so. Continuing with the HTS value of empathy, our 110 grade 10 students spend the afternoon serving at one of the seven local organizations which included 360 kids, Richmond Hill Food Bank, Lake St. George Field Center, Dell Manor, and Large Daybreak. 
Let's take a listen to a grade 10 student, Serge, who served at the Alzheimer's Society of York Region, and Mr. Story, who reflects on the great work our grade 10s did as hosts of Special Olympics Ontario. I'm sitting here with Serge, who's in grade 10. Serge, thank you for sitting down with me today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Serge, as, as a member of the grade 10 class, the grade 10s on Student Life Day number 3 were out in the community giving service. Can you give, a, give our audience a little taste of what you did that day as you served at the Alzheimer's Society of York Region? Yeah, so first we, we arrived, we sat down, and we started to learn a lot about Alzheimer's. We learned stuff like Alzheimer's is a branch of dementia, the difference between them, what can cause, what can help, and stuff like that. And then we started to meet the seniors. We sat down and sang some songs, and that's pretty much it. Had some conversations. What songs did you sing? All Christmas songs, so like Mary's Boy Child and Hallelujah, and songs like that. That's great. Serge, how does your service at Alzheimer's Society tie into our theme of the day of positivity? So something I learned at the, at the Alzheimer's Society is that these people are going through a tough time and a little bit of positivity is always important. And when singing these songs, these people were so happy, having fun, everyone was laughing, everyone was singing. And I guess that positivity can really be strong to help keep people happy. Excellent. And last question, Serge. How can you take your experience and apply it back to your life here at HTS or your life at home? So a, th a big thing there was that you never really know anybody's situation. You never know what they're going through. So I can bring that here by treating everyone equally right. If someone's upset, I know that I don't know their story. And pretty much just be positive to everyone because you don't know what people are going through, just like the people at the Alzheimer's Society. Excellent. Thank you for your service and thank you for bringing smiles to the lives of others. No problem. Thank Appreciate you. it. Uh, watching as uh, a number of our students, in particular in the Special Olympics, really got away from their own concerns, being able to just see ways that they could help other people, people that they don't normally know or see, but just recognizing that they had abilities, that they had opportunities, and that they could make a positive difference, and seeing that reflected in the faces of both our Special Olympians and the uh, various adults that were here with them, both family and caregivers, and it was just really wonderful to see them making a difference and just being outside of their own concerns. It's a great way of recognizing that uh, no matter how much we might feel overwhelmed by our own circumstances, we all still have something that we can give back. By pursuing positivity, we know that we are more likely to feel better. In middle school, students were engaged in a variety of positive activities that made them feel better, including therapy dogs, an art project, and Shrinrin Yoku. Shrinrin Yoku is a term that means taking in the forest atmosphere or forest bathing. Forest bathing was developed in Japan in 1982 and it's become a cornerstone of preventive health care and healing in Japanese medicine. In forest bathing, one is to bathe in the full experience of the forest to gauge all of your senses. One is to allow the sights, sounds, aromas, and sensations wash over you. Japanese forest bathing has scientifically been proven to improve your health. Forest bathing has seen to have an immediate and dramatic effects even after 15 minutes of being in nature, as it can result in lowering your blood pressure, a drop in stress levels, a boost in your energy, and improvement in concentration and focus. Let's have a listen to Marshall in grade 7 reflect on his Shrinrin Yoku experience. 
I'm sitting here with Marshall from grade 7. Marshall, thank you for sitting down with me today. You're welcome. Uh, Marshall, the first question I have is, how did you find the forest bathing activity? Well, I found it good. I thought it really tied me back to the earth and calmed me down. Excellent. Marshall, how does the forest bathing activity support our theme of the day of positivity? Well, when you're at home and either you got this project coming up and it's very stressful, you can get a cup of tea or you can calm yourself down by going outside and taking a walk. Excellent. What are some of the other ways of, of focus uh, during the forest bathing activity? What are some of the other senses that we focused on? Some of the other senses that we focused on besides, um, I think it's touch. Touch, yeah. Um, touch, um, hearing, smell, and... Oh, yeah, and great. Excellent. Uh, and the last question, Marshall, how can you take what you learned from forest bathing activity that goes back to 1982 in Japan and apply that back to your life here at HTS? Well, just remember that when you have something coming up or when you're doing something that is stressful, that you can calm down and you will live through it. And it can, and doing force bathing can really help with um, calming you down and with school. Great, and Marshall, we we discussed. Do you think this is something you'd be interested in in partaking in middle school flex in the near future? Yes. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Thanks again. You're welcome. On student life day number three, the grade elevens were also busy pursuing positivity by participating in a variety of wellness workshops including sound meditation, body awareness, and yoga, all of which had a focus on them feeling better. While the grade 11s were engaged in wellness workshops, the grade 12s participated in life hacks that provided them with the tools to feel better about themselves for life beyond HTS. Here is Mr. Story to explain more. Then I got to go to every single session to be able to photograph them all and see some of the wonderful experiences that we were uh, that our young people were having, such as uh, contributions to the Special Olympics, uh, various uh, sessions on how to prepare sustainable and healthy uh, food for themselves at university, looking at, over matters of their finances, helping run sessions for some of the younger students as well, uh, and seeing even uh, Mr. Rose teach people how to uh, repair drywall in their uh, own homes and save themselves significant amounts of money. It was a really great opportunity to see the interaction that happens between our uh, staff and our students when things are a little less scripted and a little more an honest meeting of where our needs are at. So the session we're in right now is the public speaking <laughs> session and it has a positive impact because when, when, you're, when you're scared to do something, it, it's sort of this fear concept. And to get over that, you have to push through the fears and do stuff that you, you were, per se, you were scared to do before. And public speaking is 
one of the things that a lot of people are afraid to do and getting over that is a, a big achievement and something that can take you far in life. And that's why I chose this session. Thank and do better in our relationships, our work, and our contributions to society. So the activity that I just did was gourmet cooking with Dr. And this activity taught me to be positive because in life, you're not gonna, and especially in such a large environment like university, you're not gonna always have time to have a personal connection with a friend and to really express your feelings and talk to them. And with this activity, learning how to cook, even a simple but a small meal, and sharing it with a friend can really allow you to let out all your emotions and to bring positivity and to show someone that you really care about them. For one last time, let's return to our keynote Joel Hilchey and Mr. Story as they shared their wisdom on relationships and making contributions to society. Yeah. It's, funny, it's funny you should say that um, because I, my sense sometimes is that while we're, we're, the world is full of, we've got more communication than we ever had, but I sometimes feel people are pulling back and being less courageous in some ways. I don't know if you've seen that or feel that. It's just kind of, yeah. we, 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 our courage is, is through another means and therefore we're not as good as reaching out across the, the table to an actual human being. Yeah, you know? the, the other presentations this morning were really about um, relationship skills. Yeah. And I think in lots of ways, as you say, we're more online than ever before, but mm -hmm. kind of more disconnected yeah. in some ways. I think we're really craving connection with people. 100%. Um, and so... Uh, what we need to do is find kind of like healthy ways of finding that connection. And, and while it's often easier to pick up the phone and text somebody, it's almost never as powerful uh, as getting together in person no. uh, and and maybe giving a genuine compliment or actually giving somebody a high five or a hug or something. You know, there's something that we get from real life experiences that we don't get from online experiences, which is why I think online things will never replace in-person experiences. I don't think most people would choose to be plugged into a machine yeah. um, if, if that was their option. Um, but, but we really need to give people lots of opportunities to, to do things for real, um, to work through conflicts in real life, not just online, um, and, and to build empathy, I think, to connect with people in a genuine way. Um, yeah. I think that's fabulous. I, I I, you've got to go do some more book reading to some kindergartens. But uh, I want to thank you for being part of our day. It's been special. Oh, it's been awesome to be here. Thank you guys for, for putting it together. I think it's great to see so many different opportunities for so many students all in one day. You guys have outdone yourself. Well, thanks. For me, I see the ability to capture these things and then share them back again after the fact as a way of just helping everyone to remember the positive experiences that we have here. That's kind of what I like about history and is what I like about the yearbook. It's just opportunities for us to think back positively about our memories. Mm -hmm. uh, it's easy to get caught up in negative emotions. Yes. But when we share our stories, we don't tend to want to share the negative ones. We want to share the positive memories. And I think that's what helps gel the community together. Well, that's all for this week. I'd like to thank the entire HTS community their participation in Student Life Day number three. And I want to give a special thank you to the 15 students and staff who took the time to reflect and share their power of positivity experiences with us. Stay tuned for our final Student Life podcast of 2019, where we will capture all of the wonderful sounds of Christmas at HTS.
Bye for now. That's all, folks. 